Was that uh, that the Ferryman and River? Is that from Siddhartha? Is that? Yes, it is. Uh, Absolutely. Interesting. Yep. My uh, my old buddy sent me that book a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, which se segues into this next poem. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's uh oh yeah no not this one. <laughs> um, this one's called Heart, A Goodbye on Highland Avenue. Can you speak of what you feel? In the ocean, a tear in the eye of fish. Do you look at the moon, smooth, soft, and quiet, like the backdrop beneath our fears? always there, an embrace that never ends. So that's that's one poem that was actually, the person who gave me Siddhartha, mm. uh, we, I think we hugged goodbye, mm. and later on I reflected upon that, and this poem came out. But um, I'm going to transition, uh, sort of uh, skirt around uh, that to this other poem which is uh, A Song of Time, Breathing. It's called A Song of Time, Breathing. A simple life, every man as an uncrowned king, lifted from the dirt of the rosebed to become water, air, petal, thorn, leaf. Sunlight, tomorrow, yesterday, today. Written in clouds, our blood beats into the song and words of our everyday breath, breaking moments into years. And there's a natural experiential logic that I can follow, not even logic, but mm. just process mm -hmm. in this, but um, it's quite beautiful. Quite beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. So how are you doing? It's it's one twenty-eight. Yeah. On a Saturday night? Night's young. You got your tango shoes? You got your tango shoes? I got my tap dancing shoes. Sweetness. There's no place to tap dance around here, though. <laughs> oh, we'll find some place. <laughs> Get my sniffer off it. I'll find it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah. So. Although I haven't done the dancing scene in Buffalo. No, you haven't? No. That's two of us. <laughs> I've done the drinking scene, but not the dancing scene. <laughs> um, but um, I think there's something else that was arising for me, too, as you were reading, is this sense of um, that, uh, you know, sometimes when we make these connections, um, that I think by being fully present with ourselves in those connections, that we also have to understand that uh, that yes, other people yeah. are in different places are in different places Absolutely. exactly yeah. and to really the best that we can to honor our own experience while honoring theirs as well exactly yeah exactly yeah. exactly no it's kind of why I sort of yeah uh, skirted skirted through but um, yeah no 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 I mean let's talk about deep soulful connections let's yeah. Have you had them? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never. 
drunk. <laughs> Cheers <laughs> or, to that. Or maybe I meant get drunk. <laughs> That's your reality. <laughs> could be, could be. But, um... <laughs> I don't know, Joel, have I? Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I don't want to speak for you, Lisa. <laughs> really? Uh, What's stopping you now? <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like... Uh, I, I we we often go to this place and I love it. <laughs> yes, we do. But collective collective soul groups, mm-hmm. and within that, more intimate and more intimate and more intimate soul connections. And um, you know, uh, you and I have spoken before about um, memories of uh, you know before we've. Well, before I've incarnated, you know, I feel like um, whether those are true or not, it's a part of my experience here in this moment. Well, you know it's been mine, too. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think that conventionally it's looked at like lunacy, but really it's the most natural thing in the world, you know what I mean? Coming so. from two people. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks for pointing that out. Exactly. That's what I'm here for. So yeah, but um, no, I think you know I've experienced. Uh, it's fantastic, is what it is. We're using the Pringles holders. The, the Pringles. You're crushing the Pringles, Lisa. No, you put it there. I, I know. Put it there. I know. But I can I can remember um, I can remember the, a few meetings of people that were time stopped. Mm-hmm. One was uh, one was when I was in college, and I was in the a bird. What you saw the bird over the water? No, it wasn't a bird. But that's something else we can talk about. Okay. It was a fish. Oh, fish! Right. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, that's okay. Birdfish. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so I walked down the steps of, um, this, in this party and, uh, there was someone standing there and I swear to God, time stopped. Mm. You know what I mean? It turned out this person was very, uh, influential in my process in college of just learning how to negotiate stuff, you know, as a... As a young adult, um, but that time stopping is an interesting phenomenon, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think that is? <clears throat> I don't know what it is, but I know Have what you the experience of it is. Yeah? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and in the sense of. Um, Instant recognition. Yeah. Instant recognition. Yeah, yeah. And you know that in this reality, you've never seen My, that person before. I'm right with you. And, <laughs> you know, that you see this person and something inside of you instantly knows this person. You Knows you this know consciousness. Them. Knows this consciousness. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so you can call that or label that <clears throat> karmic connection, but it's really something much more profound, much deeper, right? Well, I mean, 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. And it's yeah. something that you know that, I mean, you and I have talked about this what is a intimacy? multitude of times, yeah, what right? Is... What is intimacy and, uh, you know, what is, uh, and, and really I think the, the, maybe the bigger question is, is what is the meaning of those connections of those particular connections? Well, I think in part those, that answer to that question, what, what are the meaning plays out in in the incarnation itself so yeah that if you never see that person again perfect right you know what i mean right because it all is as it is right and what happens when you sort of weave in and out of that you know there's a weaving in and a weaving out isn't that the a truth coming of, together and a letting go isn't it just a metaphor or an archetype mm. of all relationship though yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. And it's also, I think, uh, you know, for me, I think because I'm uh, tenacious, persistent, and uh, um, and I and I think because those experiences are so sacred to mm -hmm. me yeah. that uh, I always want to um, be in that space with that other person. And to explore what that means and what that, uh, what can arise from that. Sure. Um, you know, again, kind of going back to what we were talking about, about the teaching and the learning and the sharing and the exchanging and, you know, that uh, I think for a long time that I had the view that, um, that this person would uh, give me some wholeness that I didn't feel that I had uh -huh. but over time as I sort away. of sit with that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fallen away yeah. and in the recognition that you know I am whole in myself yeah and that maybe that's why well, if it played out this way Lisa <laughs> that is the reason why exactly yeah, I mean, exactly yeah. right the way that it has played out is exactly uh, you know how it needed to play out so yeah mm-hmm Mm. And that, you know, as you shared with me recently, like, you know, you're like, at least this is always going to happen to you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it's going to keep happening, what? you know? What? What is going Those to connections, oh, that, yeah. that depth of connection. Yeah, well, that's just what mm -hmm. you do. It's how you move through the world. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's because of, I don't know, is it that early unmooring? I, I don't know. Yeah. Is it the early on morning? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Could be. It could I don't be. know. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard for me to say because I don't know any other way to move through the world. Mm -hmm. Well, if you, if you look at, if I look at my own life and I look at the parents I was born to and the circumstance I was born to, There is a rationale and a logic on so many different levels for it. Me too. You know what I mean? So I can resign myself to know that if that has happened in the past that way with purpose, that my present is filled with purpose and my future will be filled with purpose. Yeah. Whether we can see it or not, and I think it's all a matter of, it's not seeing, seeing for the answer of what is meaning, because meaning is a process. Right? Exactly. And going back to every relationship has its own integrity, structure, and function. 
that is also revealed in the great expanse of time. Yeah. So really, that there are no questions really to be asked when you reach a certain point, because you're just, you're fully, you know, there's another poem that I, that I wrote, it's called uh, uh, Dharma. It goes like this. Uh, each man, each man's tesho complete in each moment. And a tesho is like a dharma expression, an individual's expression of truth. So that dharma is whole and complete in each moment, and a person's expression of that truth is complete in each moment. And that is both, well, it's subjective, but it is also, as it is, full and complete, objective and subjective. So that is the totality of what I understand, you know. Yeah. So where are you at right now, my friend? Well, I'm looking at the uh, pack of American Spirits. And we've smoked a shitload of cigarettes tonight. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <clears throat> we've drank some Mike's Hard Lemonade. But you know what we haven't done, Lisa? We've shared poetry. But we haven't shared Rumi. You know, I was thinking the same thing. God damn it. You're a much better reader than I am. So, Oh, there's actually... There's a section... Would you... Will you read something? Yes. Let me... It's on the Nafs. I just was reading it today and I was thinking how how I was really I've read this book. This is for everyone listening. This is Essential Rumi translation by Coleman Barks. It's the new expanded edition and I got it at uh, Inspiration Point uh, Sandy St. Louis's bookstore on Elmwood Avenue in Buffalo. You can find it any place but um, uh, I've read this book and given away <laughs> So many, many copies. I have one that you've given me. Yeah, I keep giving it away. So this this book is this book is an arrow that's going to be sent forth someplace, mm. and I don't know where yet. But um, what I wanted to read, uh, I wanted you to read that I was reading earlier was on the nafs, which is about uh, sexual wanting. And uh, this Coleman Barks uh, became a. a studied under a Sufi teacher and um, here it is studied under a Sufi teacher and when I read him now I'm only now understanding how little I understood before <laughs> so it's uh, page 54 of controlling the desire body how do you kill your rooster Hussein go ahead Lisa Mm -hmm. <clears throat> on the desire body. Sufis call the wanting nafs. From the urgent way lovers want each other to the sannyasin search for truth. All moving is from the mover. Every pull draws us to the ocean. Rumi says it's important to live the wantings as they come and not get stuck somewhere stagnant. He was asked once what to do about a young man caught doing some indecent act. The story doesn't mention what exactly. Masturbation, peeping toming, whatever wild wantings young men think to do. Rumi told them not to worry about it. It just means he's growing his feathers. 
The dangerous case is a kid who doesn't do indecent acts, who then leaves the nest without feathers. One flap and the cat has him. Be careful, Rumi suggests, about shaming sexual behavior in an adolescent or anyone who hasn't yet had his or her fill of erotic trancing. Often the closest we come to surrender is orgasm. In Rumi's symbology, the rooster is a symbol for that energy. How did Hussam kill his rooster? By dissolving into the play. The nafs are energies that keep us moving, stopping nowhere. Union with the divine continually unfolds Next to the glowing drive-in movie, the junkyard's rusted stacks of old, desired bodies. Let the beauty we love keep turning into action, transmuting to another, another. What have I ever lost by dying? Rumi asks, exchanging one set of nafs for the next. Chopped rooster energy becomes another dining room story. Particles of praise shine in the sunlight. Anything you grab hold of on the bank breaks with the river's pressure. When you do things from your soul, the river itself moves through you. Freshness and a deep joy are signs of the current. Wow. That's the pinnacle of some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Really? Absolutely. I mean, you can't, you can't, uh, you don't, you can't find that anyplace else, you know what I mean? In that, mm -mm. Not in that way. So Lisa, it's quarter to two. Our listeners are probably fast asleep about 40 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> At least. And so I want to just thank you for, um, you know, being a guest tonight. This conversation has been... Oh, it's going to be worth it to see you on that <laughs> dance floor, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you better hold up your end of the bargain. I will. I will. It was the carrot. It was the carrot that I offered. It was I the offered. carrot you offered. But I'm wondering if you'll read one last poem. I, I just want to know if, you, if there is anything you wanted to say as, as we're winding down here. Um, thank you for inviting me to uh, enter into this most sacred of spaces. It is a sacred space because it's a thank space you. of friendship. Yeah. Thank you. And. Um, so thank you everyone who's lasted this <laughs> marathon episode. <laughs> what a joy. And I just want you all to know that this is this is the this is the, the baseline of our our friendship and our conversation and our love for one another. So um, this is what we share and exchange is uh, love and life. And uh, I wanted you, Lisa, to uh, read my favorite Rumi poem, which will sum up uh, everything we've been talking about in a very beautiful way. It'd be my pleasure. It's uh, from the Essential Rumi, page 32. I have it memorized because it's my favorite. My favorite. It's called Only Breath. <clears throat> I know this one. Yeah, this is a good one. Not Christian or Jew or Muslim. Not Hindu, Buddhist, Sufi or Zen. Not any religion or cultural system. I am not from the east or the west, not out of the ocean or up from the ground, not natural or ethereal, not composed of elements at all. I do not exist. 
am not an entity of this world or the next, did not descend from Adam and Eve or any origin story. My place is placeless, a trace of the traceless, neither body or soul. I belong to the beloved, have seen the two worlds as one, and that one call to and know, first, last, outer, inner, only that breath, breathing, human being.